Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Carlos Vela is sticking around. Good news, huh? It looks like that. At least, look, it it broke almost right around the time we were uh, essentially getting ready to do the show last week in our show prep. You started to hear about it from Cadena Sayre, who initially reported that Barcelona were interested in Carlos Vela. Now you've seen it shake out, heard it shake out all week. And Kevin Prince Boateng ends up going to Barcelona on loan. And it looks like that's all settled, if you will. So Carlos Vela will be with LAFC for the entire 2019 season, it looks like. Wow, what a story, though. Uh, you know, it just, again, it's what I wanted to be uh, to drive home to you. It's the reason I'm talking about it right now. And the reason I say it is, Barcelona... I'll give you a little radio pause there to let it sink in. Barcelona was considering making a move for LAFC's Cosvela. Let that sink in and don't dismiss it. It is massive. It's not only massive for MLS, it's massive for LAFC and for Vela. Because he was under serious consideration reportedly. Now, again, thankfully, looks like they've moved on, right? Because if you're an LAFC fan and you see a lot of social media reaction, like, no! On one hand, you know, it's pretty cool, but no! And I get that. you got to let a guy go, by the way, if Barcelona comes calling and if the money's right for both sides and for the teams. Yeah, you, of course, you got to let a guy go. It's Barcelona. But it's great. It's the best of all worlds for LAFC and Carlos Vela and MLS and you as a fan of the league. It's the best of all worlds. Barcelona flirts. They don't close the deal for Vela. And he comes back and now he's with LA. It's great. Perfection. And it's something I want to remind you of, and I keep stressing this. Why do I love MLS so much? People are all, oh, who's your favorite premiership team? I don't have one. That's not my league. It's fine, whatever, if you do. Okay. Good on you if you love Hartley Pool. Or Rushton and Diamonds, actually. I don't even think they exist anymore. I think they've been put together. Or whatever, Morecam. Or you love Salford City FC. We'll get a little bit more on them later. Or you love Liverpool. Fine. I'm an MLS guy. Always have been. And the reason I love it is... What happened with Vela and Barcelona? It's the perfect scenario. The reason that why I say that because Carlos Vela wasn't thinking about going to Arsenal. Even he would never dream of bothering with Southampton at this point. And yet Barcelona comes calling for an LAFC forward. Right? He's not going to end up. He's not going back to Sociedad. He's too big for Huddersfield. He's too good. Sorry, Brighton, Matt. For Brighton. He's too good. And that's the point. That people in this in the soccer world are starting, it's starting to make sense. And I've been talking about it for years. What has made the difference for MLS? 
Look, you had the David Beckham sign. I'm going back all the way back there. That's the biggest signing in MLS history, and it always will be. I get it, right? You should get that too. It always will be. doesn't matter who MLS brings in from here on out. If they brought in Cristiano Ronaldo to finish his career, David Beckham signing is still bigger and always will be because of what it meant going forward and what it's finally meaning now. Look at all the targeted allocation money and general allocation money bringing all these great players Young players from Central and South America flooding into MLS now. Now, I know Carlos Vela is not young. He's a seasoned veteran at 29 years old. But you get the point. Diego Rossi, Eduard Atuesta, Eddie Segura, all these young players. And that's just LAFC. I mean, come on. Look around the rest of the league. Flooding into MLS. The Argentines that are coming in. So talented. All the players from Central and South America. And it's just changing the league so dramatically and so quickly that people have not caught up to it. And that's why I'm sitting here screaming about it. And it reminded me of that when Carlos Vela flirts with Barcelona. And you know what? It wasn't shocking. Not really. I mean, when you initially hear that, you're like, wow, okay. But when you really think about it, yeah, he's good enough. Of course he is. He's one, of, he's one of the best players in the league, if not the best. I'll whisper that one. So it's really not that shocking, though. That's the beauty of it. And that's how much the league has grown, whether you want to agree to that or not. Oh, I just can't wait. We are underway with preseason. Both the Galaxy and LAFC are kicking a football in earnest now. We've also got preseason schedules mapping out a little bit better. Of course, LAFC have that big game on the 31st against Vissel Kobe. The Japanese side with Iniesta, Podolski, David Villa. Very good team. So that'll be a preseason matchup coming up on the 31st at Bank of California Stadium. And guess what? We'll have a giveaway coming up later in the show. Keep listening. We've got two four-packs of tickets for two lucky winners coming up later. Keep listening. I'll let you know how and when to do that. During this show, you're going to get a chance to win a four-pack of tickets. we got two winners coming up later in the show for that matchup between Vissel Kobe and LAFC. I cannot wait for that. We'll actually have that game coming up on the ESPN app. I'll be calling that one for you. The great producer Mario Rees in full force getting ready for that. And I cannot wait. But LAFC also began their uh, preseason training building up to that match. They've got a couple other closed-door matches coming in and around that game to get ready for the season. And then one game also for, I believe, season ticket holders later in preseason at Bank of California Stadium. So it's a busy preseason So good to get underway. So many familiar faces for LAFC, but they do have some guys coming in uh, on, you know, training with the team, trying to make the club. We'll talk more with Vince LaRosa coming up. Good dude, friend of the show. We love Vince over at LAFC.com. Check him out on Twitter, at LAFC Vince. And we'll have more with him coming up as we get going further. Still so much to get to here on the home of world football. We are the home of LAFC. I am Dave Denholm, and you are listening to Soccer Weekly, on ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. Don't forget, still to come at some point during this show, I've got two four-packs of tickets to give away to two lucky winners 
Each of you will be going to the game with three of your closest soccer buddies. What? To see Vitao Kobe take on LAFC coming up at Bank of California Stadium, all courtesy of LAFC and ESPN LA 710. Joining me now, speaking of LAFC, he is at LAFC Vince on Twitter. You can check his work out at LAFC.com. The great Vince LaRosa, friend of the show, friend of mine. Vince, always a pleasure, buddy. I hope your off-season has gone well up to this point. It has gone great. I've got to say, it feels like it was just a little bit too long, so I'm very, very excited that we're back. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that they changed the playoff format for this upcoming season, Vince, because it'll seem like that for everybody. You know, if you won MLS Cup, if you're Atlanta United or if you're Portland who played in MLS Cup, you feel like you've probably been off about an hour and a half, you know. But now everybody's uh, champing at the bit equally here with this new uh, format. It will be good for all teams to get a pretty decent break, though. Vince, we're a couple of days in now as we look at preseason for LAFC. How does it feel? What's the difference? I know you read a little or wrote a little bit about this. I loved reading it. What's the difference between last year's first preseason at UCLA to begin things and now at the training center? You know, the the biggest difference is the ability to start right away. I feel like that first day at UCLA, there were so many, hi, how are you, introductions, where are we going, here's where you're going to be for this, where are you going to be for that. This time around, it was, you know where you're parking, you know where you're going, here's the locker room, let's get right to work. And I think that's that's the best possible thing, especially if you're Bob Bradley. It's time to get right back to work, pick up where you left off. Now, Vince, what have you seen? What has stood out? I know it's very early, obviously, just a couple of training sessions in. And What, have, what stood out so far for you? Uh, it's very early, but, you know, you've been out to a bunch of these training sessions with me, Dave, and, and the level always stays high. That's, that's something that stood out to me. I mean, these guys are already bringing it. Um, they're at all different levels of fitness. Uh, but in terms of the energy, the enthusiasm, that's high. Uh, and then also there's a few guys, obviously, that are uh, interesting to people and that people want to know about. I, I'll single out one guy that I've kind of had an eye on just uh, this past couple of days, Javi, Javi Perez, a, a draft pick, uh, a dude that uh, he's an international slot, so you know he, he's kind of behind the eight ball in that way, but his play on the field has been pretty great. I've been, I've been kind of keeping an eye. He's been very tidy in the midfield. Um, demanding the ball, somebody that wants to get on the ball, and that's that's what you want to see. And and that goes for a lot of the guys that are invitees out here. They're really trying to uh, impress the coaching staff by by making sure that they're available, that they're showing off their skills. They're not being passive at all. Well, you mentioned Javi. He's a, a, you know, a group of guys who are trying to make this club, and we know the the kind of core events that the LAFC brought back. They didn't really lose a lot from 2018, so it's going to be tough to break through for any of these guys. Is there anybody else amongst that new group, not only Javi, but who stuck out to you so far? Um, there's one other guy that, that people may not know much about, uh, Lamar Batista. He's uh-huh. a, uh, a, def- a defender, a very large defender. He's six foot five. Uh, played for Timbers 2 last season. Uh, he was a left back uh, in USL, but I think his height alone will translate him more to the center back. We'll see if he kind of switches over to that, that position with LAFC, but I, he's done some nice things. He's got some soft feet for a guy that's so tall. You would normally think he's kind of lanky, but he's pretty smooth on the ball. So he's somebody to, to kind of keep an eye on. I mean, I, I, again, I'll preface this. We're only three days in. Uh, but he was a guy that, that i kind of been checking out, and he's, he's hard to miss, uh, quite frankly. Now, Vince, i got to ask you, of course, all the hullabaloo and hubbub surrounding uh, MLS Media Day was really with the Barcelona Carlos Vela will-they-won't-they drama now it looks like that's pretty much done obviously Kevin Prince Boateng KPB going to Barcelona on loan but it just really speaks out Vince does it not of how this league is growing how 
impressive Carlos Vela is, how well-respected he is, that even that they were flirting at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll com- totally admit that I would be one of the most disappointed people if Carlos Vela left, and he's been here every day this week, so we'll, you know, we'll stay tuned on that aspect. But in terms of, uh, you know, the, the profile of a player from MLS being, uh, you know, bandied about for Barcelona, you've got to be secretly a little bit proud. Maybe you don't want to show it, but there's, there's a pride in that. And, and that really goes back to the season that Carlos put in, the, the World Cup that he put in. And, and I think even the guys on, on the soccer ops staff and training staff, they, they've got to be a little bit proud of what they've been able to accomplish um, and really showcasing their players to, to get that level of, of a club of Barcelona to be looking at them. Now, and I was saying it in the earlier segment, Vince, that it's pretty much done, right? Like, I mean, we don't know officially or anything. What's the very latest on that in terms of Vela? I mean, is he is he here for 2019? I mean, I would say yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any, like... It's in, not like 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't, I can't give you 100% because nothing in this sport is 100% <laughs> until that window is closed. But, you know, when, when Kevin Prince-Botain goes... You kind of see what what they were kind of looking around for an option of maybe a loan for six months, yeah. maybe a guy that you could keep for longer if you really liked him. But you, when you see that shoe drop, and then now today we're hearing reports of them getting a midfielder for seventy five million euros. I, I think we're, we're probably pretty wrapped on their <laughs> transfer window. Yeah, very interesting stuff. We're talking with a good buddy Vince Larosa. He's at, at at LAFC Vince on Twitter. Check out his work at LAFC dot com. Vince, we did lose. Uh, some significant pieces, of course, and I wanted to ask you about those. The first one is, how does losing Benny Failhaber affect this team going forward? Benny Failhaber was your most consistent midfielder last season uh, in terms of minutes, in terms of leadership. So that that's going to be a hole that they're going to have to fill. Now, I would say that maybe he is your most consistent, not just for his play and his minutes, because you have somebody like Mark Anthony Kay go out for a long period of time. We don't know that if Mark was around the entire season, if Benny would, in fact, have taken up the most minutes. But it still is a serious hole. He's a great player, um, a guy that Bob really likes and really understands when Bob tells him certain things and what he needs to go out there and do. So that's, that's a hole. But you still have guys like Eduardo Atuesta, first season in the league, shows very well, has, has pretty much a big upside that he can go from there. Obviously, Mark is back. He's been a guy that... You want to talk about guys looking at during sure. preseason? I mean, he's telling me he, he still feels he's got a ways to go. But if I'm looking at him eye test, I'm seeing him really trying to command presence out there um, as compared to last season when he was really just trying to fill in a role, trying to do a job. He seems like he's really picking up that mantle. So missing Benny is going to be a thing, but they, these are decisions that one Benny had to make for himself personally. And the team, I think, feels comfortable going forward with what they've got. Uh, to fill in, and there's there's a, a lot of invitees that may maybe can on the back end of the depth can fill in that extra f- slot if somebody steps forward in the pecking order. One other uh, in, very interesting loss, uh, Vince, that I want you to uh, really uh, address is uh, Marco Santos becomes Vancouver's manager after the season, and uh, I think this is an interesting story in the sense of what he's going to do for Vancouver, but also how it affects LAFC. Yeah, Mark Dos Santos is one of my favorite people here, I, I've got to admit. I mean, he, he used to sit with us uh, while he would be working on his stuff for the rest of the day. We would watch Champions League games. Um, there's no one better to talk to about tactics and mentality than Mark Dos Santos. But I think we all kind of knew, and we didn't want to admit that in the back of our heads, he was somebody that is definitely going to be handpicked for those jobs. So it was almost a foregone conclusion. 
Uh, but yep. they're definitely going to miss him. We're going to miss his personality. Uh, and tactically speaking, uh, the way he looks at the game, he's got a he's got a very unique perspective with all his travel. So it's it's something that will be missed. Um, but you know, for Mark, it's it's the opportunity to to be that leader that he wanted to be. Um, we all kind of saw that 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 was going to happen. So now we got you know Ante Razov still here, Kenny Arenas still here. They they're going to step forward. They're going to step up, um, and they're going to fill that. They're going to have to fill that hole. We are talking with Vince LaRosa of LAFC.com at Vince or at LAFC Vince, I beg your pardon, on Twitter. Uh, Vince, as you look at the preseason schedule, kind of a cool cool schedule in my estimation, who they're playing, when they're playing. They get going with Toronto FC, TFC, on the uh, 27th of January, later they're just a few days away now. That one's over in Irvine, but it's closed to the media and to the public. Are you going to be able to sneak into that one, Vince? I will be able to sneak into that one. I will, I will be there, so uh, it will be closed to media, closed to the public, but we'll be bringing you some coverage of it, so I'll be able to give some light. Uh, notes on that game to to get people psyched for that uh, you know the bigger one on Thursday which is going to be the big open one. Sure, that's what we all wanted to hear though. We'll get info, info from uh, Vince on the uh, that TFC opener for LAFC just a few days before the Vsel Kobe match coming up on the thirty first, which you will hear right here on the ESPN app. I'll have the call of that one. Vince, always a pleasure, buddy. Thanks so much for giving us your insights, man. We'll see you. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. And like I said, my season doesn't start until I talk to you, so now I'm ready to go. All right. There he is, the great Vince LaRosa, at LAFC Vince on Twitter. Check out his work at LAFC.com. We always appreciate his insight as we get ready for the season. Speaking of which, the black and gold breakdown coming up and your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. We're going to have two winners coming up. I'll tell you how you can win. All of that and so much more still to come. This is Soccer Weekly. I am Dave Dunholm, and you are listening to the home of world football here in Southern California. It's ESPN LA 710. Soccer Weekly, ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Dunholm, brought to you by Puente Hills Toyota. Check out a new Toyota Camry at Puente Hills Toyota. Check them out, PuenteHillsToyota.com. Appreciate them and their support. Hey, speaking of support, you know... Mario, me, all the gang here at Soccer Weekly and ESPN LA love you for listening. And we are going to reward you for that. Right what? now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right now, be caller number 7 and caller number 10 at 877-710-ESPN. You get that? 877-710-3776. And you can join LAFC for their first preseason match against Vissel Kolbe coming up on January 31st. Featuring famous players. I'm talking Iniesta, David Villa, Lucas Podolski. Right now, we're looking for caller number 7 and 10. Each is going to win a four-pack of tickets. Call now at 877-710-ESPN. That's 877-710-3776 for those two winners. you got two chances. Be caller number 7 or number 10 at 877-710-ESPN. We appreciate your support for that. Once again, I am Dave Dunholm. You can hit me up on Twitter at TalkSoccer. Follow the show there if you want to comment. Don't forget, if you miss anything, if you missed a little bit of the Vince LaRosa interview we had last uh, segment, feel free to podcast the show each and every week, virtually when the show is immediately, almost immediately after it's done. The podcast is available on the ESPN Pod Center or at iTunes or one of your favorite pod catchers. Just search for Soccer Weekly. Subscribe, rate, and review, please. And you are doing a great job of that. I appreciate it. Feel free. Give me uh, give me your honest opinion. I can take it. But we do love you there. And uh, once again, on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. That is the place for the show 
each and every week. It is time now for one of our favorite segments. It's the Black and Gold Breakdown. One, two, three, breakdown! It's the Black and Gold Breakdown. Breakdown. Break it down like this! Right now. We just heard Vince LaRosa of LAFC.com at LAFC Vince talk a little bit about the first few days of training camp for the Black and Gold as we're marching on towards kickoff of the 2019 season. By the way, we've got the winners for the ticket giveaway, so thank you. At 877-710-ESPN, the uh, 7th and 10th callers there, each winning a a four-pack of tickets to that Vsel Kobe game coming up on the 31st. Now, for Black and Gold Breakdown... Earlier in the week, as camp got underway, of course, Bob Bradley and several of the players spoke to the media. We want to share with you you a little bit of that. First is the manager, the great Bob Bradley, coming back for season number two here for the Black and Gold. He talked about dealing with those uh, Carlos Vela rumors and Barcelona. Carlos, uh, when rumors start flying around, you have to try to figure out what they mean. But Carlos has been so excited about everything that happened in the first year upbeat to get started this year seems as always in a great mood so uh, there was no doubt that we saw the normal happy talented Carlos today so yeah I think that that part's great for all of us you know it's funny uh, most of the time when it comes to world football whether it's LAFC or any team when you're dealing with rumors most of the time 99% of it is just bunk right it's just not going to happen well there was a little bit of smoke to this fire that's for sure with uh, Vela and uh, Barcelona and LAFC all wrapped up there right before training camp. Now, again, you heard Bob talking about it. He Bob does have a, a loss to deal with for sure, and that is Benny Failhaber. Here's the, the the manager talking about losing Failhaber out of the midfield. The Benny one is is not. Uh, it had to run its proper course, but at the end of it, there's also then the idea that now Andre knows that. Look, you know, come on, we we also believe in you. So, yeah, I mean, and then you get started, and and then. You hope that you see everybody improving so that in order to get on the field, you've got to keep up. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's going to come down to one guy for 2018 for LAFC, even if that one guy was Carlos Vela. No, that's not true. But realistically, when you lose Benny Failhaber and uh, Failhaber signing with Colorado Rapids here as a free agent in the offseason, when LAFC loses that, they know they need a lot from Andre Horta coming up. Now, when you pay $7 million, or roughly, reportedly, in a transfer fee form, well, you better get a lot. And in 2018, they did not get a lot by a long stretch from Andre Horta. That's just the bottom line. Came in middle season, just didn't get enough done. 11 games, only had three starts in MLS play without a goal or an assist. They know they need a lot more from the Portuguese under-21 star in 2019. So... Again, not going to come down to one guy for this team. There's plenty of depth. There's plenty to go around when it comes to talent. But you do need Andre Horta to step up for sure in 2019 for Bradley's side. There's no doubt about that. One of the players who also spoke in the media is, of course, the Canadian international, Mark Anthony Kay. We love Mark Anthony. Great guy. But he had that injury, right? And he uh, missed a lot of the season, virtually half of the season there, after really starting out bright. and But... When the media talked with Mark Anthony, one of the first things they asked him about is the fact that so many players are coming back for LASE and that stability heading from 2018 into the 2019 season. You know, yeah, we we brought a lot of players back, and I think we're trying to create the right culture here with with Bob at the head of everything. So I think that uh, having players come back that already know how we're trying to play is definitely a big help, and it kind of gives us a head start on everyone else who might have made more changes within their team. 
Kay did get 20 starts in MLS play last season. He had a couple of goals, five assists for the black and gold. He was really playing very well, both defensively and offensively, for LAFC. And he did talk a little bit about on that first half, or a little bit more than first half, before the injury and his season last year. I think that, uh, you know, when people look back on the season that I have, they're always going to be like, well, it was only half a season, you know, and no one really likes the doubters, so i got to prove them wrong this year, and hopefully that I'm, I'm, I'm able to do that. Well, we are ready and waiting for Mark anthony Kay to have another very good season. Let's hope that uh, injury is fully behind him. It looks like and seems like it is, so that's a good sign for LAFC. What about the first day of training for Mark anthony Kay? No, it feels good. Obviously, it's a, it's a great atmosphere right now. Everyone's excited to get back out there, and the fact that I was able to share the first moment of the season with the team after what happened last year with my injury, it's just a good moment. And Kay went on further to talk a little bit about getting over that injury and getting ready for 2019. Yeah, it's getting to obviously know my ankle and obviously uh, continue to improve on the technical ability of the game. So I think that, uh, yeah, from a physical standpoint, I'm cleared to, to train with the team. But obviously I have a high standard for myself and you don't just, you're not off for six months and you just return in three days and you get that back. So I'll be working on that. As we did mention in just a couple of days, actually on the 27th, LAFC will be taking on Toronto FC to kind of get get a little bit of playing action going against an opposition, not just yourselves in, in scrimmages or anything like that. But that is a closed-door type scrimmage, not open to the public. The 31st, it gets going in earnest against Vsel Kobe. We've been mentioning that at Bank of California Stadium. Tickets are on sale for that one. And you can uh, go check out. the. If you haven't seen the stadium, it's a great opportunity to maybe get your first live look. And if you can't get out to the game, we will have it here on the ESPN app. We'll have the call for you on ESPN. And, uh, again, you hear it in Bob Bradley's voice. You hear it in Mark Anthony Kay's voice. So excited to get back, right? It's time to look forward now to 2019, and this team really has a great nucleus coming back. I'm pleasantly surprised at how they were able to keep it together, frankly, and just how everybody is excited to get back to work. Of course, not the least of which, Walker Zimmerman, as we mentioned, that four-year deal extension for Zimmerman. He is part of the U.S. men's national team. One bit of news on that front. We'll be talking a little bit uh, about the U.S. men's national team and those friendlies coming up in just a few minutes here, but one bit of news is Tyler Miller has been sent back to LAFC to resume training with his team. He would not make that final 23-man roster for Greg Berhalter with the U.S. coming up with a couple of friendlies, the one against Panama on Sunday and then against Costa Rica on the 2nd of February. So in one sense, it was great to get Tyler a look, but now it's also great to have him back at LAFC's training camp to get ready for the black and gold. And he's got a battle on his hands there, you know. I mean, you never know. You always have to be sharp and maintain that focus, no matter who's on the roster or who isn't. At, uh, there are some question marks maybe as, uh, you know, who's going to be battling with Tyler on the goalkeeping position, but you just don't know. You've got to stay sharp. So if you're not going to get any playing time with the men's national team, at least he got a good look in camp gets ready, right, didn't really miss much of training, and now he's back as that number one keeper for LAFC. So that's good there, and uh, we'll be encouraged. And we'll, we'll, can't, I look forward to talking with Tyler about what his experience was with the U.S. men's national team. Speaking of which, still still to come, so much more on that. And the roster set for those friendlies with Greg Berhalter. We'll be chatting away about that as well. And stoppage time, still to come. This is the home of world football here in Southern California. ESPN LA 710.
Soccer Weekly rolling on here on the home of world football in Southern California, ESPN LA 710. I am Dave Denholm. Happy to be hanging out with you. U.S. men's national team, a couple of games coming up. I mentioned them earlier. And the, coming up on Sunday, they'll take on Panama in a friendly. And then uh, Costa Rica on Saturday the 2nd of February. That's a midday game there, 3.30 p.m., I believe Eastern, so 12.30 our time. And the United States roster... Uh, Greg Berhalter trimmed it down to the 23, right? So they uh, got rid of a few players. One of them they sent back to their respective clubs was Tyler Miller. Now, Miller, to me, was a long shot on the roster because they had a few goalkeepers who had had some looks before and were kind of already, you know, in the mix, if you will, even though Berhalter is a you know the new coach. This is your first name. You never know. Maybe he was a big fan of uh, uh, Tyler Miller and what he's done. Why not? Miller had a great season for LAFC, but Miller is back with LAFC. The two goalkeepers that were settled on for these friendlies are Sean Johnson and Zach Steffen. No major surprise out of those two. You, you would imagine one will play one game and the other will play the other. Maybe not, but I would think that's what I would do if I was Burhalter. Defenders include Reggie Cannon, Nick Lima, Aaron Long, Daniel Lovitz, Mark McKenzie, Keegan Rosenberry, Austin Trusty, and Walker Zimmerman who will likely see at least his fifth cap if he gets into one game. He's got four caps and a goal for the U.S. So that's nice to see with Zimmerman. That'll keep him sharp as he's getting ready for LAFC season. Of course, he will miss that friendly on the 31st against Kobe. Uh, Who else will miss it? Well, Christian Ramirez sticks around. He's part of the roster up and forward, along with Jeremy Ebobise and Jossie Zardes. So... It'll be interesting to see Ramirez possibly getting some minutes. The midfield is loaded. Paul Areola, Corey Baird, Michael Bradley, Russell Canoose, Marky Delgado also of TFC, he and Bradley. Jonathan Lewis, Sebastian Legette coming from the LA Galaxy sticks around. Georgi Mihalovic, you remember Mihalovic with Chicago Fire. He had one of the best goals of the season against LAFC. I mean, it was a cracking goal when the Fire met LAFC in their only appearance on the season. That was a Fire victory in Chicago on a bitterly cold and miserable day against LAFC. Christian Roldan is also there, and Will Trapp, who played under Burhalter, of course, at Columbus Crew. That's your 23-man roster for those friendlies coming up. So I'm very curious to see, especially Zimmerman and Christian Ramirez, and how they form there. But I'm also very curious to see Leggett. Remember, it was the injury while playing for the U.S. men's national team, the foot injury that kind of sidetracked him a little bit. Going back, and he you know five caps. He's got the goal. I like Sebastian Legett for the U.S. men's national team. I hope he gets a lot of minutes. I hope he gets a lot of playing time for Burhalter. I'm not saying he's going to. I, I who knows? We, he might only see token minutes. Maybe he doesn't play at all. But I'd love to see it. I like what he could offer for the U.S. men's national team going forward. So that's that intrigues me. Zimmerman, Legette, and Ramirez. And not just because they're all, you know, the local, obviously the local guys. They're three uh, you know, different positions, of course, but three very interesting possibilities there. I'm going to be uh, certainly following that for the show, but also for my own interest on Burhalter's final 23. Hey, time now for our favorite segment. It's the best segment in all of radio, not just soccer radio, in all of radio throughout the sports landscape. It's stoppage time. He's the producer of LAFC Radio and the broadcast. He's also the producer of this show, but he hosts Stoppage Time each and every week. It's the great Mario Rees. Mario, how are you, buddy? 
Dave, actually, I'm uh, really pumped right now. With all that talk of LAFC, <laughs> man, I just can't wait. We're getting the broadcast all set up. Oh. We're, you know, we're crossing the T's, dotting the I's, all that, getting everything ready. I'm just pumped, man. I so can't glad wait. We're, yeah, so glad we're doing this preseason game too, Mario, right? Yeah, yeah right, mean, right. It, it would be way too long to wait all the way to March. Nah, that's too long. To I couldn't wait any longer. Absolutely. Had to Absolutely. get it in. Oh, special note on that, by the way. Thanks for bringing it up, Mario. Mm-hmm. The game against Vissel Kobe coming up on the 31st. Soccer Weekly next week is pushed to the Friday evening. So it's the 1st of February. So it's not the usual Wednesday or even occasionally we get moved for the Lakers to a third. It's Friday. And so it'll be after the Vissel Kobe game. We'll be able to wrap that one up. On a, in a nice boat, a nice package there coming up next week on Soccer Week. But we've got stoppage time right now. What's going on? Dave, he's back. Landon Donovan is what? back. He's coming back out of retirement again. Wait this a minute. Time. Tell me he's not going to play for like San Jose or no, Colorado no, 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 Rapids no. or. No, actually a little closer to home here. This time he's going to play in San Diego with the soccers in Major Arena Soccer League. Oh, okay. So How do you like that? Yeah, why not? You know, I mean, look, Landon Donovan. I always thought that. Remember the first time he retired, he claimed, you know, he's kind of burned out. Yeah. But he was still so young. I think, you know, look, you knew that wasn't the end at that time. Now, he's already made some comebacks with Leon, of course, with the Liga Mekis, and uh, he came back to the Galaxy even after the first initial. Re- so this guy's been retired and unretired a while here, right? But he's what? He's only like 36. 36, yeah. About to be 37, I think, coming up right around the start of the MLS season. So, you know, look, it's indoor soccer. It's a big, you know, high level, certainly a fast-paced game, but Landon Donovan never had a problem with being in shape, ever. Oh, so yeah. I would imagine he's still in prime physical condition. Why not? I mean, if he enjoys it, it's a little bit of a different challenge, which I think he'll probably like, Mario. It's not like he's coming back again to go play for Colorado or FC Dallas. Right. Or, you know, even coming back to L.A., which people would want, obviously, if he was going to go back to MLS, but... More power to him. Why not? Yeah, you, sometimes what, what, something different is a little bit more motivating than just doing the same all over again. Yeah, you feel and me? I'll tell you what, it's good for San Diego soccer. I'm going to try to pay attention to it. Right? I will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Time. yeah, good move. Why not? All right, now we got David Beckham, who has become the latest of former oh, Manchester don't tell me he's coming back. <laughs> he's too old, Mario. He's too old. Nah, he's not coming back. Okay, but, okay, good. Uh, he's become the latest former Manchester United player to invest in Salford City, taking a 10% stake in the club alongside Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, Nicky Butt, and the Neville brothers. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah, they had the the large the billionaire who was kind of backing it with a large percentage of it, who now has 40% after Beckham joins up. Salford City FC, Mario, did a little research. You know, haven't really been following the story that much. You've uh-huh. heard about it. But I think it's very interesting. They're trying to kind of build up through the pyramid. As we know, over in you know England, like most countries, it's promotion and relegation. This is a fifth-level club, right? This is like a low level. Mm-hmm. But if you can win, and if you want to spend the money, Mario, and you can get players down to that level, and maybe you dominate. I mean, they're in third place, I think, the last they checked. So they are in a possible promotion spot to get back into what is the fourth tier, but then you build up. Why not? Why not if you're, you know, I mean, you might someday see that club all the way up in the premiership. There's no stopping them, potentially, right? Right. And it, and it brings me to why I really, really am glad you brought this story up, Mario. Why is that? Yeah, it's great. Beckham doing that. Of course, he's part of Inter, Inter Miami. He'll be part of MLS ownership, too, you know, already is. It's all great. But my point is, someday, Mario, I still daydream about doing this exact th- same thing over in England. Getting a small club, buying them, and then trying to turn it into a monster. You, did. You yes. buying them? Yes. Wow. 
It is a dream of mine. Now, look, you know, people, oh, it's a pipe dream, it's a date, whatever. But I, I've dreamt about that, honestly, because of promotion and relegation, which I am not opposed to. You know, people, I mean, it's unrealistic for MLS just in the way it's structured and, you know, all that's happened and will happen in the near future. So, but I'm not opposed to it. I love promotion and relegation. I would love to someday buy some small club and turn it into a giant. I mean, isn't that a thrill? Wouldn't that that be is awesome? awesome. And don't let anybody knock your dreams, Dave. You go for it. Thank you, Mario. I kind of felt like you might say that. Yes. You're a guy who, you know, Look, I trust you, Dave. Down. Yeah, if anybody could you. do it, you could do it, Dave. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You actually get me more fired up for it, potentially. But I really would. I would love. I'm always kind of like one eye on the lookout. You know, with the Internet, it's so easy. I always kind of try to track some of these small clubs, which ones are maybe in a little bit of financial hot water. You know, and if anybody's listening, look, I'm not sitting here telling you I got enough money in my back pocket here, Mario, to do that by any means. But if somebody in L.A. Look, we're in L.A., Mario. Let me know right? if you need a couple of dollars. I, I might That's in. what I'm saying. We're okay. in L.A. You know the people who listen to this station, right? All backgrounds, all financial. Back- Maybe somebody out there would like to help me with my dream. That's all I'm saying. I'm not begging for it. I understand. Probably not going to happen anytime soon. But it is a dream of mine, and I believe I could get it done. So well, you can count on me for a couple dollars, if that means anything. It probably oh, doesn't. Oh, buddy, there's, I won't say who. Okay. Oh. It's a. Di- I'm gonna get a little cheese may out. Can oh. Do that real quick. Football cheese may. I love it. it. Uh, not a big deal, but okay. Okay. There was a few years ago where it was a friend of a friend of a connection of a connect. You know, way down the line, Mario. Yeah. Of a billionaire, right? Who was thinking about going after and wanting to buy Arsenal potentially. And I was hoping to maybe kind of, you know, again, friend of a friend of, a, I'm talking like distant connection, barely. But, and that kind of got me thinking about it at that time. <laughs> That's kind of what got me. But then I realized, hey, you could start small, you know? And yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have to buy Arsenal. You could start small and build your way and win your way through the pyramid. So, someday, baby, you and I will be in the uh, owner's box in a premiership game of, you know, Scrubsville Town. You know, FC or whatever. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Yes, it would. Speaking of awesome, Mario, as always, great stuff here on Stoppage Time. Great stuff on the show. Thanks to Vince LaRosa. Thanks to all the gang here. Steve, Michael, the great Mario Rees, of course, Jesse and Adam and all the gang here at ESPN LA. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for you listening. Check out the podcast on your uh, podcatcher, ESPN's Pod Center, or iTunes. Just search for Soccer Weekly. I am Dave Dunholm. Follow me on Twitter, at TalkSoccer. This is the home of world football in Southern California. It's ESPN LA 710.